0: The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. It's going to be called the Passion of the banks? Bars just came up with a new book called The Sandy. That's what it is. What is it? The watered Down there? And now it's time for the Department of Offense it's Saturday yay. yay we sounded not very excited for that one. what is the phantom <laughs> it's You're, on your
1: it's on what? your board over here it says Phantom on Phantom power yeah what is that
0: Phantom power is for microphones that have a like they need power to actually work oh. and so it's called Phantom Power because it goes through damn it
1: I thought it was something weird no there
0: that. is no phantom in this opera <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
2: is the is the phantom a menace <gasps>
0: Well, said like it, that <laughs> so, well. joining us in the studio today <laughs> is uh, Sketch Gustafson. Oh, hello. His wife, Shannon. Hello. And Serena. Hello. Hey, we have a lot of people and we have a guest later. It's going to be ridiculous. Interesting. It's, a shite show. Sure. <laughs> if there's right. anything like a shit show, then yes. <laughs> yes. It's pretty you close. Funny we words. are the shite. <laughs> so, uh, how's everyone doing tonight? We all okay? Yeah,
3: pretty good. Yeah, we're good.
0: That's good, that's good. I had a miserable week because I was sick, and Mm -hmm. it was stupid. Behind on everything. I'm so fine. And really, it's your fault. It is your fault. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. (laughs)
3: Why
4: is it your fault?
0: uh, Well... So, I was brewing a beer. Sabrina's uh, <laughs> really the only Monday. one that walked into that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were just going to ignore it and carry
0: yeah, on. Yeah, we I was just going to move on, but All right, now. Never
4: mind. No, no, it's no. So it's there.
0: It now. It
5: up. We can't ignore it. We,
0: we have can't to. I apologize. So, Monday, I was brewing a beer and I was doing my, my 60 minute boil outside, and it was like 7. And apparently sitting over a boiling pot, breathing in, like, damp air while well, it's seven.
6: fumes. Is
0: not good. It wasn't noxious. It was delicious fumes. Yes. <laughs> they made me feel good on the inside. Yes. And ill the next day. Yes. Well, most things. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that, that was my week. Anybody else do anything exciting? No? No? You I got, saw The Used. What is The Used?
1: A great band.
3: Hmm?
0: As opposed to a okay band?
1: Yes.
2: Okay.
0: Do you ever go see okay bands?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: yes, they're called they're
2: called openers.
3: <laughs> 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 <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I went to Gogier and Devon Townsend on Monday night. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Is that um, a new shirt? Yeah. Uh, Mill City Nights apparently used to be a church. Hmm. Really? Yeah. It was called like third degree ministry or something. No way.
0: And now Satan plays there.
2: They're not (laughs) Satan bands.
0: (laughs) I don't know. No, yeah, Have you backward-masked any of their records? That place is just Police ridiculous. It, it was the brick, and then so far behind everybody complained about it, so they old. closed
1: and opened at Mill City Nights. And then the stage was in a bad place, so they closed it again, and then they reopened it again. And this was all in the span of a year.
2: Hmm. Wow.
1: Oh, wow. Where's uh, this place at? It's uh, across the street it's from... Fifth Ave. Yeah, Fifth Ave. It's by the Loon and the Metro Station on Hennepin.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's... Like a, two blocks away from the Target Center? Yeah. yeah. Or not Target Center. The new Twins Stadium.
1: stadium. Yeah, Twins yeah stadium. whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. But yeah, still two blocks the other direction for yeah. the Target Center.
2: Okay.
0: I don't know of Twin Cities at all. No, I'm just saying. You were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt's like a map to the Twin Cities. It's very exciting. Instead yeah, I drive of drive that road every day. So. Instead of looking at a GPS, I just call Matt. It's like when I'm in Menards. I call my dad to find things.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe one day he'll release a Matt app. <laughs> a Matt app? They, it's called That'd Google. I'll go in with your dad
1: and it'll be half Menards, half Twin Cities.
0: There you go. There you go. It'll be very exciting. And it's. All the app does is actually call them.
1: <laughs> Damn it. it's
3: Speed That's great.
0: Speed.
5: <laughs> you release it for free on iTunes and then-
0: Exactly. First of all All
1: our many fans are calling me.
0: You don't get you don't get Matt's permission first. No, I out. why why get their permission? I'll just release it. Great. And I'll get all the fame. I think Dad'll be more work. mad than I would. I don't know. Maybe he's lonely and wants to Ter- talk to terrific. some people. <laughs> All these 12-year-olds are going to be calling your dad, and he's going to be like, call Evenson, man. I don't know. <laughs> Where do I find hammers in Menards? Well, you go to aisle four, and halfway down, <laughs> third a, row. Take a left on McCarmichael, turn <laughs> right <on. laughs> Yeah. Hammers are fun. Hammer time.
2: Indeed hammer time.
0: Yes, yes. All right. Wow. Okay. So we have beer sitting in front of us, right? Does everyone have beer? Yep.
4: Yep. I don't think I have the right kind of beer.
3: There's no, some more do. beer,
0: and we're gonna taste a beer. Uh, we're drinking Rush Rivers Chocolate oh. Oatmeal Stout. I don't have one of those. <laughs> Which is one of Carlos's favorite beers,
1: because it was his
0: birthday on Tuesday. It, it was his birthday. birthday. Except Carlos is making a funny face, so maybe he hates no, this, beer this year. No, I don't
5: know. Maybe just does, 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 it year. just doesn't <laughs> taste right right now.
0: Why I doesn't it taste right? It was I the magic bread you almost. ate earlier? Well, Carlos, Probably. you should stop putting marijuana in your bread. <laughs> in your magic chocolate bread? <laughs> <laughs> it's magically delicious. <laughs> My Lucky charms. And potatoes. <laughs> Diddly do potatoes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tastes like coffee. I I I like it. I get I like a lot it. of the chocolate, um, like, I, just a little bit of that roast, which is the coffee you're picking up. I think, Serena, what do you think?
4: I really like it. Why? I really like coffee. (laughs) (laughs)
3: And
4: and I really like beer. (laughs) Okay. So it's delicious.
0: So it's delicious. Coffee and beer. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Shannon? Wait, wait, hold on. I was smelling (laughs) my (laughs) breath.
6: I'm looking across the table, (laughs) and he's breathing into his head because, (sighs) oh, yeah, it smells like Like coffee and beer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We need to televise this. Bucket loads of coffee. I don't there? know if
0: we can legally televise that. Like, oh, sure. If they can do porn, we can do this. That's true. And we're wearing pants this we're week. Stuttering Serena. That's true. Who's the president now? Yeah. No. I vetoed that. Ah. <laughs> Carlos, you look really perplexed yeah. over there. I
5: don't know. Maybe my bottle is wrong. It just tastes sour to me t- for some reason today. Well, you did you just s- drink a cider.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You thought that you tasted also, sour. I mean, you thought, thought the that sa- sour. you thought
0: the cider tasted sour. Taste buds are off. Everything. Dude, there's taste something from wrong from with you. It looks to like
4: sour. he's gonna hurt. It's he looks so confused. I'm, not, I,
0: I'm
5: just. I am. It's just. This isn't what it usually tastes like to me. It usually tastes amazing. What does your
1: Java monster taste like? It, it's gone already. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it
5: Did like, it taste sour? No. It, it tastes like, like a, cap cap a Java pound? monster. It's a coffee cap monster. That sounds terrible. It's amazing. Just because it's not carbonated, so I can just pound it.
0: Do you like pounding things, Carlos? (laughs) (laughs) I had to. (laughs) Nobody's going to do nothing. Hey, I I threw it out there and nobody Nobody grabbed it. Well, (laughs) damn it.
1: Shouldn't he like pounding things? Never
0: mind. (laughs) Aisle five. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, Shannon, you like it. I do like it, actually. Okay. Yep.
7: It's a chocolatey something cocoa coffee flavor. Okay. And actually,
0: am enjoying darker beers. It's because they're the better beers. Yeah. They're so good. And we didn't give any to Speedy or Sketch because they're pussies. Nope. I was.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, because we're just going to bitch about how disgusting it tastes. So we figured we'd yes. just, you know, like not bring that up. And you brought it up this time. So fuck yourself. Pussy.
0: And the horse you rode in on. That's right, you are a horse fucker. We went over that earlier. Oh, here we
3: go again.
5: <laughs> just want to remind our view- our listeners that it this is a angry. family-friendly show. <laughs>
0: yeah. no, no,
3: it's not. So enjoy your nice, cool, Isn't there a a sound, sound bite for fuck fuck that? Up, yes, I there know. is.
0: Fuck, 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 fuck. All right, I feel like we're finally into the role of the show now. Let's just yeah, let's keep right. going. All right, so we, we got this beer, like all of our beers, at... Divine. Divine! Yay, Matt got it right this time. <laughs> Couldn't think of any other shitty liquor store. That's true, you have gone through the two, you know.
5: <laughs> so you just have to start over at the beginning of the lesson now.
0: <laughs> All over. All right. Well, I just, should we jump into uh, Crazy Arrest?
2: Might as
0: Do we well. have banjo music?
2: We have banjo music. Yes.
4: Sketch is super confused. <laughs> it's coming, it's give coming.
2: It, just give it a minute.
5: Don't, don't just, don't be so impatient, Stretch. <laughs> Settle yourself.
0: Banjos are fun. I felt like Buzz Lightyear there for a second.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All righty. River Falls police, with the help of a Pierce County Sheriff's deputy, arrested a 20 year old Ellsworth woman for drunk driving before 3 a.m. Sunday, January 12th at Highway 29 and the Highway 6535 bypass. The woman allegedly hit and knocked over a keep right highway sign. Well, at least she was keeping right. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) That another driver later ran over and got a flat tire on. (laughs) The woman's front end... Front end smash 2008 Chevy Cobalt left a big trail of dripping antifreeze. The car was stopped by a deputy south of River Falls on Highway 65. (laughs) The woman insisted she wasn't drunk, because that always works. Could
6: we go back to her dripping front end for
0: a (laughs) (laughs) second? What what would you like to analyze about that that sentence then? The car or her? I'm pretty sure, yes. Okay. (laughs) Clear now. Thank you. Keep going. All right, now I want. Oh, uh. She insisted she wasn't drunk, that she was drinking at a downtown bar, and that, th- that a bartender there could verify her sobriety. sobriety. Okay, le- first, she's 20 years old. And she was drinking at a downtown bar, but the bartender yeah, can but say. But the bartender it. can totally vouch for me. <laughs> you know, man, the
6: cop walks in and goes, Do you know this woman? And the bartender goes, Well, I'm fucking Fuck no. seen you, for
1: you know, it sounds legit yeah. to me. <laughs> That she was drinking at a downtown bar and the bartender considered. And that she was completely sober. Oh.
3: Yes. Okay. Completely With sober. With Comple- front end. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she refused to take field sobriety tests, saying that she wanted to call her aunt an attorney first. Guilty. She also claimed her car hadn't crashed into the traffic sign... No, that that was there that already. trail of antifreeze freeze <laughs> is not mine. It's been dripping, dripping for
6: days.
3: The dripping front end is
0: from the bartender. <laughs> back
3: yeah.
0: That was somebody else. <laughs> police say they recovered the woman's bent-up license plate from the accident scene. <laughs> 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 Nothing like leaving a calling card. She had to be forcibly handcuffed and brought to the police station. She allegedly warned officers that she was a second-year law student. And that her rights were being violated. And that her case would be thrown out in court. I'm year two of psych, and I can analyze
3: this.
1: (laughs) Well, she really should have got uh, her blood drawn at the hospital if she really wanted to prove that she wasn't drinking. Yeah, but she was lying. I know that, but I'm just saying. she.
0: she, Yeah. But your law student should know this. Unless she was lying about that, too. She
6: was drunk. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) But
0: she was 20 years old, so it's okay. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, her her rights were being violated her case hard. would be thrown out in court. She also said she was a friend of, of the Ellsworth police chief who would help her. She's just name dropping yeah. all over the place. She sounds horrible. Yep. <laughs> she was probably drunk. She was eventually released to the sober care of her parents. Uh, see if I you know,
5: I... does saying that you know the police chief ever actually help? No. No. no.
0: Nope. Why try it then? Because she's a second year law student. I guess. And her aunt is an attorney. Uh, The police arrested a 25 year old. (laughs) (laughs) We just looked up her
2: name in the paper. She's my neighbor.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. No. <laughs> all right, we're going to her house. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Let's have her yeah, on if, as a <laughs> guest. <laughs> uh, yeah.
4: yeah.
2: Her, we... her dad owns Plumber Concrete in Ellsworth.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, wow. We get her to
6: call in here? Would that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> can we her? We could get some law advice. Can we understand <laughs> what was going through your head that night? Were you the one that was dripping out by the sign? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really, can I get your phone number, darling, please? <laughs> wow. Well, I guess we all know who it is now. <laughs> So police arrested a 25-year-old local man for strangulation-slash-disorderly conduct for an incident before 2 a.m. Tuesday, January 8th, in the 700 and 800 blocks of Sycamore Street. The alleged victim was the man's former girlfriend. Though broken up... No surprise there. Yes. Former. The two had been out at the bars together downtown. On the way home, they argued... Apparently about people they knew who had cheated on each other in relationships. During the fighting, the men allegedly pushed, slapped, and choked the woman.
4: Why would you argue about that if it wasn't in your relationship? <laughs> Let me explain this to you. This
6: is simply a mild form of foreplay. Oh,
4: okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm...
0: so he pushed, slapped, and choked. Is this guy fighting like a little bitch or something? So like, basically,
1: Rah! was she saying, oh, yeah, your best friend slept with this woman? And he, no, he
0: didn't. No. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> lost your place again. Lassie. No, I found it. Now I lost During the fighting, or nope, nope, I didn't. We need to get you a little laser pointer. She fell no. in a snowbank. Up. Up. Don't yes, look up from your she sheet, fell in a, You know what? I will do what I want. You just
4: looked up from your sheet. Now you really yeah, lost your Now I'm on comment. the
0: last the line. line. Are
4: you sure you're on the right page?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said she was very confrontational, and that he was just trying to get away from her by choking
4: that's s- generally no. latching yeah. onto someone is an excellent <laughs> way to get <laughs> you part away. That's
0: sex in some countries, isn't it? <laughs> <It's true>. Okay.
4: <laughs>
0: Officers took him away to county jail in Ellsworth. Woohoo. So basically, Ellsworth gets all of River Falls's fuck ups.
7: <laughs> yep. <laughs> very exciting. At least he had a lawyer in there he could talk to about his yes. case. <laughs> you
6: yeah. could tell because she was yeah. dripping all over the floor, yeah.
2: man.
0: <laughs> Ew. Yeah,
2: like Telly said last week, Ellsworth, an anagram of worthless. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, I think the girl from the first story has a case. She could just say that that guy from the second story was the person who wrecked the sign and just left her license plate there. They choked it down. Choked
0: yeah. it down yeah.
6: <laughs> He's choking something now, isn't
0: he? And after slapping Probably the sign. chicken. <laughs> Cut the, yeah, there, yeah.
1: Yeah. I was going to do that secretively. Now you well,
0: ruined everything. I ruined it just uh, for transitions you. I I we had more
2: than two stories. Sorry.
0: So much for the hands And hands. here's a segue. <laughs> In, other, In news, <laughs> other news. A man drove up to a Hell's Angels clubhouse near Munich. Oh wearing only a this pair. This is a bad start. Wearing only a pair of shorts and carrying a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped his shorts this is like a bad and threw joke. the dog what? What? escaping no. on a bulldozer from a nearby building site. This is pretty epic. How fast does a bulldozer go?
3: How oh, oh, does this transfer keep to, keep to reading throwing the story. a puppy
6: to a bulldozer? <laughs> you know, this <laughs> is uh,
4: a... Okay. He drove up, <laughs> dropped his pants, threw a dog, and took off running in, <laughs> front of you in a bulldozer.
5: I don't think this person Why? realized that Saints Row
0: is just a video game. <laughs> 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 He was arrested later at home by police. The 25-year-old is said to have stopped taking depression medication. I was so depressed I had to get naked and throw a puppy. After making his getaway on the bulldozer, he had driven so slowly that a five-kilometer tailback built up behind him on the motorway. (laughs) After driving about one kilometer, he had abandoned the bulldozer... (laughs) In the middle of the motorway near Allershausen. Wait, wait, he bailed on the bulldozer? Yeah, uh, after about a kilometer. He continued his journey by hitchhiking. Who is gonna pick up a hitchhiker? A pantsless man! (laughs) (laughs)
5: He's probably got dog hair all over
2: him. Maybe maybe he put his pants back on, but still, no shirt. I would
0: not. No. In Germany? Fuck no. A police spokesman said what motivated him to throw a puppy at the Hell's Angels is currently unclear. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The puppy is one. now being cared for in an animal shelter. Oh. Aww. Well, Aww. at least the
4: story has a happy ending. You no know, yes. animals
0: were harmed in the making. It, it wasn't
1: of a story. cat so it couldn't catch itself. So. Right, no. right. <laughs> but I just I,
0: I just see this like dachshund flying through the air.
1: Like <laughs> from man schnitzel. when Jack Black <laughs> kicks the
0: I,
2: I imagined it was like a corgi. <laughs> Chihuahua uh, yeah. Chihuahua Oh a chihu- well, then we wouldn't feel bad at all
3: Oh come on it'd be, it'd be I agree with like that the, one be funny if like the Hells suck. Angels
2: guys picked up the dog like, Started caring for it and then they like
3: Get him
0: <laughs> <laughs> But he made it away on a bulldozer
2: <laughs> Pretty sure uh, you know those annoying ass Harleys Go a little bit faster than that Yeah I don't yes. think
4: anybody was actually standing outside I think <laughs> <laughs> they threw it Don't they put guards on them. duty or something? They, they must Or I mean because in America, it would be like, you know, he'd come
0: up, drop trowel, throw the dog, and somebody would go, pretty much. Done. <laughs> right. I don't know. If somebody came up to you, dropped trowel, and threw a dog at you, you'd be saying, a little stunned. I He's think not I'm in the Hell's Angel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he had been thinking, I can get this at home. he would I have <laughs> never thrown a puppy. <laughs>
4: yeah, even if you were a Hell's Angel, you'd probably just be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
3: exactly.
5: Are you
6: mental?
3: What?
5: <laughs> you know, if he had been thinking, to would have stopped them following him by running the bulldozer over their bikes first, and then throwing the puppy. Oh man, this
6: is like a bad Clint Eastwood
5: movie.
6: <laughs> oh no. Clint Eastwood throws all the puppies. <laughs> hey. Dirty Harry.
0: Get off my yard. Do you feel lucky, pup? <laughs> <laughs> ah, puns are fun. <laughs> uh, a man on the island of Guernsey. In the English Channel, caught a 13-pound bass to win an ocean fishing contest and $1,200. Spotted Dick. Only he Spotted didn't actually dick. catch the fish in the traditional sense. He stole it from the Saint Peter Port Aquarium. <laughs> Not against the rules. Not against the rules. <laughs> Matthew Clark, 29, posed for photos with his winning catch and claimed the prize in the Ballowick Bass Club Open competition before getting exposed by another competitor who recognized <laughs> the fish. He got it. A goddamn fish. My wife and I took the kids to the aquarium and saw the bass in the tank Shane Bentley said It stood out because it had some very distinct markings on its head Are you paying that much attention to a fish? Some people yes. have no life wow. Some fish?
4: people really like fish
0: Those people are dumb <laughs> I like oh, fish, geez. they're tasty <laughs> Do you recognize the markings on their head? No, because there's
1: no head on them. Oh. It's deep fried.
0: <laughs> it wasn't until the winning fish was list- lifted for the photo that I thought, that's the fish from the aquarium.
4: <laughs> How did they prove it?
0: <laughs> Next morning, I went to forehead. the aquarium Marked and the asked forehead. to see the bass with the markings, but neither myself uh. nor the owner owner could find it anywhere. <gasps> He had a part down the middle instead of off to the side. Wow. Yeah,
2: the fish had a comb over?
0: Yes. Uh, (laughs) It's
4: obvious. (laughs) I see.
0: Bentley told the contest organizers, who then alerted the police. Clark panicked and sold the bass to a fishmonger. That's a fun word. Fishmonger. (laughs) Sounds naughty. But police matched the head of the fish carcass
5: to the missing bass and arrested Clark. Maybe you should have done a better job than just giving it to a fishmonger.
0: Right? You know? Like, cooking it himself?
4: Or, yeah. like, fucking, if you really, really, okay, one, you really, really need this award for the best bass ever. And $1,200. Oh, I guess. But, like, if you if you were that desperate, why wouldn't you just, like, chop it up in the blender? Or like, fucking get rid of the <laughs> thing. In the bass like,
0: <laughs> Will it blend? <laughs>
4: Not just, like, hand it off to someone, like, here comes the police, you hold
0: this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No you take it back.
0: (laughs) Never accept a gift. He wound up (laughs) confessing to the bird He wound up confessing to the burglary to and fraud over the summer incident, <laughs> and on Thursday he was given 100 hours of community service after taking a two-year oath of good behavior. Oh, I, oh a two-year oath! Promised.
3: What? Oh, I
0: promise to be pray, good for two airport, years. guys. I, I didn't. I didn't know you could do that. I'm raising Just my take right an oath. hand. It's good. I'll be fine. That's what the. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's what your neighbor should have done. No, guys, I promise never to do it again. Just let me go. Yeah, I take his kind of swear. Way,
4: like what kind of punishment is that? Like I promise I won't do it again. Oh. Okay, serial killer, like, you're free to go
0: home. He he also owes the owner of the aquarium $2,400. Oh, I was wondering. So on the last day of the fishing tournament, he scaled cliffs. Oh, oh, wait, hang on. What?
5: What?
0: (laughs) type Oh, okay. He
5: fled in a bulldozer. No, no.
0: (laughs) Oh, he previously owed him $2,400. And so that's why he needed the winnings. Uh, So on on the last day of the fishing tournament, he scaled cliffs, climbed a rope ladder, and knock into the aquarium through the back door. This guy is fucking James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> After this fucking fish,
2: yeah. he used a net to catch the fish. So I guess he didn't use a, you know, a hook or a Yeah, no. He just
0: used a net. Scoop that shit out. He earned
5: yeah. that award though. He scaled a cliff and climbed a rope ladder <laughs> yeah. to get his you fish know. and caught it. But, and yeah. in the end, he ended up going through the back door. <laughs> because <laughs> doesn't uh, he just, doesn't walk he around
4: around the just building? get a job? <laughs>
0: <laughs> because makes too much sense. How much cooler is scaling a cliff and climbing a rope ladder Besides, than actually working at Walmart?
5: It's just much better that way. And all, In the end, all he had to do was do a pinky swear yeah. to get out of it.
0: <laughs> I well, promise. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And 100 hours of community service.
6: Tying up ropes Climbing
5: ladders <laughs>
4: Cleaning fish tanks yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> Feeding the fish And in the end He still owes $2,400 to that guy The aquarium owner Yeah I mean I guess they
0: didn't Charge him for the fish
5: Unless You know I bet The aquarium owner Just gave him the fish To try to win the award
0: Oh, they were in uh-huh. cahoots. They were in cahoots. D- this is so we and The get guy got caught. Yeah, because the one guy's like the aquarium owner's like nobody's gonna fucking know what this fish looks like <laughs>
4: except for that <laughs> one true. family. We'll split the, like we'll split the reward. Yeah. Okay. I'm
0: gonna
6: leave. I'm gonna leave the, gonna leave the, the two back marks door. The fish's right. head that somebody recognized. Uh, apparently, this
5: fish is Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the back door open and just come in it. Yeah. And he just decided to. to a scale of cliff and yeah, climb a rope great. ladder just for fun
6: I'm gonna leave the back door open. you American Gladiator
0: all the way up there get the fish and get your ass down I'm, here I'm just picturing that after he got the fish he stuck it in a backpack and then like <laughs> hang glided off the cliff going <laughs> <laughs> like Mission Impossible yeah. style all of a sudden the music Skyfall starts playing right yes, <laughs> yes. this was Daniel Craig apparently yeah So, a woman stole an empty commuter train from a depot Tuesday and drove it into a suburb of Stockholm where it derailed and slammed into an apartment building. The woman was seriously injured in the early morning crash and was flown to a Stockholm hospital. Uh, No one else was injured. I guess that's good.
4: (laughs) Was nobody in the whole apartment building home? (laughs) Or on the train? (laughs) No, it was
0: was empty. Empty empty. Empty commuter train. Okay, I missed that part. Wow. Does uh, it say why? Well, why, oh, I'm I'm getting there. The okay. woman was arrested on suspicion of endangering public. Suspicion? No, <laughs>
2: stole a commuter and it, she stole a train and hit an apartment building. That's not suspicion. Uh
0: the one the woman born in 1990 stole the four car train at a depot outside Stockholm. She then drove it She's about 23 a minute, years old. Thank you. <laughs> It just says she was born in 1990. I'm not going to do math for you people. I'm over here in the corner. I was counting thinking my 1909 old. at first. <laughs> that's was how like, old what? we are. <laughs> she then drove it about a mile, 1.6 kilometers, because you guys needed to know that to end or er, to the end station on the railway line where it jumped off the tracks, careened for about 30 yards, and crashed the into did the three-story building. Tracks? You know, she'd she, she would have. Well, that's the train guy. Speed. Speed? Speed. No. Oh, so like yeah. that movie, Speed. Well, yeah, without the thumbless guy. But yeah. If Keanu Reeves was there, this would not have happened. Yeah. You no,
5: know, she would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for the fact that there the the was that station there.
0: Keanu Reeves would have made
1: kids. that train jump the apartment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, just barely. Like, the bottom would have scraped the top floor. Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, because, more interesting. because
1: a, a bus can jump on a flat surface across a great
3: distance. <laughs> yeah. and get it can. It can. You know. <laughs> Yeah. And and Morgan
5: Freeman was there to fight the snakes on the train. No, he was there
0: named Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman so, was... Carlos, who's racist now? Do no! they all look the same? No! No!
1: Carlos, oh! Morgan Freeman was narrating Samuel L. Jackson yes. fighting the snakes on the train. On
0: the empty train. Oh, no. I I would watch that.
2: Everybody
4: would. I would, too.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh. Can you imagine, like... Coming home f- the, from work that day and just seeing a train through your living room, but then Denzel Washington would save the day. <laughs> but he'd be drunk and flying the airplane upside down. Yes, you know. You mean the train upside down? Maybe, no, there's an airplane that saves everything. No, 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 no. Maybe Why this not?
5: is a common occurrence in Stockholm. Maybe it's Keanu just makes that the train
1: fly, and Denzel
6: makes it flip upside down. And Chuck Norris re-rails it.
1: Yes!
0: <laughs> and Tyler Perry
6: plays
1: I every I think other we character. got a hit.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should sell this to Sylvester Stallone. He'll do it.
2: He will. He would. He probably would. Expendables 3.
1: <laughs> no. Or that new one that just came out. It's like, I'm a retired cop, but that doesn't matter. I'll still save the day. Red? Wait. No. What? Oh. Wait, wasn't that, that no, was Sylvester? Arnold. No, Sylvester just came he's out with another movie where he's retired yeah. somebody or yeah. another, and he saves the world from whatever. I
0: <laughs> That sounds like fun. I know sounds like it?
1: everything
2: else he's fucking done. Yeah, <laughs> I know Schwarzenegger's got a movie coming out next week yeah, called like, Last Stand. With that Johnny came out Knox. this week, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with Johnny Dox,
1: The, uh, the yeah. funny part what? Is, is, why is there this random-ass Austrian guy in the middle of a town in the middle of nowhere, and no, he's Green the Green sheriff
6: of the town? Because why the fuck uh, I guess he's hiding from the God, green you're card. So department.
0: racist. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so sometimes reading through these, I just lose all faith in America. And I have a couple of stories that kind of reflect that. Yeah. Here's the first one uh, Two more Maryland school kids got into trouble for pointing their fingers like guns playing cops and robbers at school. Oh. Wow.
7: Are they taking their fingers away now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it happened last week at White Marsh Elementary in Talbot County. The two six-year-olds had been playing and were suspended for a day. They were suspended for pointing their fingers like guns at each other. This had wow. to
1: be in like some, some suburban type Oh
6: yeah,
0: hoity-toity yeah. place. Yeah,
6: you know the pantyweights got themselves in a bundle over it.
0: The father of one of the boys is in the army and said he thinks the punishment was excessive for what amounted to horseplay between two first graders. Yeah, think? Yeah. School officials declined to comment, citing federal confidentiality laws.
3: Oh, my.
5: Oh, can you just imagine really? just pulling the, for- the first graders into the principal's office and then him yelling at them, four-pointing fingers?
0: Yeah. Why are What's you playing
6: doing? cops He's and pointing robbers? pointing his fingers at them. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't yeah. have done this.
0: Yes. Well, apparently the kids were pointing and going, <laughs> but, you, but you I got you. No I'm a better robber than you were, Camp. It's very exciting. God. Yeah. The mother of one of the boys said the principal told her the the suspension in his case would be withdrawn. But it's still there. Mm-hmm. Like
2: mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Uh you should actually read uh story F
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, I was going you know. to. Oh, yeah. Here's another one. Uh last week in Mount Carmel, Pennsylvania. Well, I don't ever know if to say Carmel or Caramel. Isn't that where
6: that crazy... It doesn't matter. ...that crazy preacher's from, Mount Carmel? I don't know. What crazy preacher? He was in the news. Jeff.
0: I don't remember. I don't know why. Anyway, a five-year-old kindergarten student was suspended from school after she allegedly said she would shoot her classmate and then herself with her pink Hello Kitty bubble gun. One of those little, like, guns that That shoots shoots bubbles. Bubbles. (laughs) You cannot shoot people with bubble guns.
2: Well, I guess you could get in the eye, and that would, you know, really sting for like half
5: a second. Like sticking your finger in somebody's eye and when you go. Phew. No, this little five-year-old is violent.
0: She needs to be shown the law. No,
4: clearly, it, and so it, is it, it gets King. better. It gets yes. better. Yes. <laughs>
0: Parents of the kindergartner are seeking to fight the suspension since their daughter did not have the bubble gun with her at the time the remark was made on January 10th. Their attorney, Robin Ficker, said school district officials labeled the girl a terrorist threat after oh, for the incident. Fuck's sake, Jesus. Christ. The kindergartner was waiting in the bus line with two friends when she made the remark about her pink bubble gun. The next day, officials at Mount Caramel Area Elementary School allegedly questioned the student for three hours about the incident without her parents' knowledge.
4: What? Three hours? Three hours. Gonna... They yeah. grilled this what do you girl. ask a five-year-old yeah, for three no, hours they can do anything? Under,
6: under what, the Patriot Act or something like that, you don't ha- You? Because she a terrorist. Yeah, if they deem you as a terrorist, you... you they don't need to have an attorney there. Yeah,
1: fucking that, that, five years
6: yeah, yeah, that's old. The, the yeah. that's, that's the N E A. A A
1: bubble gun. Yeah, yep.
6: yeah. your it, your yeah. rights go out the window as as a as a citizen. Uh, when they deem, yeah. a but
5: terror. these yeah. are the officials, yeah. at and they the can deem element.
4: anyone absolutely, yeah. like with absolutely no, no cause. Reason. They could come in here. and But
5: the yeah. thing is, is yep. the officials at the elementary school that were questioning her.
0: Well, they know what terrorists look like. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently a, a terrorist girl. a five-year-old girl yeah. with a little Kitty <laughs>
2: pink bubble gun.
0: The kindergarten student was initially suspended for 10 days, but the, the suspension was reduced to two. Wow. So she's still suspended for, like, playing with a bubble gun.
4: Okay, so her parents are clearly terrorists, too, for buying her
0: right. a bubble gun. Yes. Oh, yeah. indeed. <clears throat> uh, and that was only reduced after the mother addressed the issue with the school's principal. Despite the reduction, Ficker and the family are seeking... A full expungement of the suspension, along with a public apology. Absolutely, you know,
5: absolutely. She, yeah. No, I think that she she is going to be public enemy number one. Oh yeah. What? To, to, all right. So today <laughs> no. today she's threatening people to shoot her with bubble guns. Tomorrow she'll be throwing puppies and driving bulldozers.
6: The problem <laughs> the problem with this is you are perpetuating the cycle right. with this because now this her kid classmates. is going to carry this baggage with her. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah. those kids when they go through school now that
0: shit follows them forever. She yeah. needs yeah. to change schools now. So now she's going to join Al Qaeda. <laughs>
1: Before At we fine. got before At we got on this tangent, I was just wondering if you guys heard about the Quentin Tarantino Django Unchained action figures that got banned. No. 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 Yeah, it, they made action figures for every character in the movie, and they're like G.I. Joe's in a big plastic box or a big cardboard box with plastic, like a G.I. Joe. Yeah. yeah. And there's one for Candy. There's one for Django. There's one for Christopher Waltz's character. And they said the context of them is too bad, so we have to stop making them, and there's no more anymore. Mm. I was just wondering if you guys heard that. No, I had not heard that? about that.
3: No. Wow. And then
1: the cost them goes up on eBay.
5: I mean,
3: by they. A lot. Yeah. 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 That's Basically, a planted
1: story if I ever heard one. They've made action figures for every one of Quentin's movies, also uh, in Glorious Bastards, they made a bunch of Nazi ones, which is probably a lot worse than this wow. one. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So, and those ones are going for $300 plus on eBay
0: I don't know. Now, but I mean, uh, slavers or Nazis? Okay, that's who's the worst
4: one. That's not really the question at hand. It is what I'm asking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just wondering, like, why was this one banned and that one not, and like it just seems like this. Is just people are collecting these. They aren't. It's not like little kids are going out and buying them to pretend they their slaves and whatnot. Hmm. No comment on that.
0: Hang on, little tykes, plantation. This is this is oh, our no. new toy, guys. Oh, no. I'm sure it's already done. Playmo? Is it? What are they called? Playmobile.
5: Playmobil. Playmobile Playmobil. yeah. Playmobil we'll plantation. plantation.
6: <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say. Oh that. my god! Don't they, don't they already have that? Yeah, the big old commercial say Playmobile Darky edition. <laughs> 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 but no, I just I read that the other day. I'm like, are
1: you are you kidding me? People are just collecting these for Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Like,
6: it's stupid. It's, it really is. It's just
2: a, a fad right now. I mean, the Connecticut thing was a, a it was a disaster. It was a horrible thing. But if that hadn't happened, none of this stuff would be in the. Oh, absolutely.
0: yeah. Well, it's it's like the aftermath of Columbine.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Basically, the media that's all they're talking about right now. So now they're making it basically. Like, okay, if you do this, you'll get on the news and you'll have your 15 minutes of fame. Exactly.
6: Well, wasn't there another shooting
2: after? Yeah. There's been like a...
3: There's been three or four.
2: Yeah, there's been There's been like a dozen. Oh,
6: really? They, they have yeah. totally just put them out of the news because they don't want to make these people into super. Yeah, because that's yeah. what they did with the first... Like- yeah, well, exactly. Casey and I had lunch today and we were talking about this and I told him, I said, you can walk into a public building and literally call out Columbine just the word and it's like screaming fire in the room everybody looks everybody's got this stigma yep. that goes with and then the problem is this poor little kid this six-year-old the six year old pointing the little
0: kids pointing their fingers and the six year old with the bubble gun are paying the price for it exactly yeah. like I remember running around in elementary school shooting at each other cops and robbers yeah. well no we played world war 3
3: oh okay <laughs> we were way past cops they, and robbers had real bombs
0: <laughs> we were using hand grenades and shit it was a good time and we only got in trouble when they couldn't see us because hmm. they thought we'd be abducted and nobody wants to abduct three fat children from,
3: from
7: Ellsworth <laughs> from Ellsworth oh boy I don't know, they may
1: have thought you were easy targets because you, you
3: were fat, so
0: <laughs> you want the candy. Get the fat one. All right, what, what story was I on? Uh, oh, there we go, E, because I skipped to F. Yeah. All right, police in Milwaukee are trying to flush out a thief who has been stealing flushing valves from fast food restaurants.
2: Yep, they're trying to flush him out.
0: Yes, because ah! <laughs> newspaper people love their puns. <laughs> All right. Uh, the so-called bathroom bandit is accused of stealing thirty thousand dollars worth of automatic flush valves Holy shit. from oh, urinals 30, and toilets since 30, September. Thirty
6: thousand dollars in flush valves—that's
0: a lot of flush valves.
6: Who's he stealing them from? The United States government?
3: No, <laughs> from like
0: restaurants and universities. Loads of flush valves, <laughs> righto? Although investigators have surveillance footage of this lavatory larcenist, they are still trying to figure out a motive. <laughs> it's our suspicion, and we've yet to be able to confirm this, that he's reselling them somehow. We <laughs> really? don't believe he's taking them for scrap. I need a flush there valve. There just wouldn't be enough value <laughs> you got, like it.
4: black market flush yeah. valves? He's reselling them to the places he stole them they're from. They're too expensive? <laughs>
0: I, well, I think he's just doing it for the hell of you. Oh, no, no, right.
4: wait.
6: You know what he's doing. He's going in there, he's stealing the valve, he's taking a dump, and
2: he's letting it <laughs>
6: in there and they can't flush exactly. it. Exactly. You want to get rid of it? It'll be 25
2: Actually,
1: bucks. Boy. And then he brings yeah. a briefca- briefcase full of flush valves. <laughs> like, valves. No, I, I know the
5: what the you need. Is- this is far deeper than any of you believe. He is taking these flush valves, and it's going to be part of his plot to steal the trillion dollar US mint coin. Yes.
0: <laughs> Moving on. $30,000 is A lot because
2: I I mean I'm looking these up. These things are only like 150 bucks each.
0: Oh wow! Oh wow! That's a lot of flush. That's a shit ton of flush.
2: Do the math on your dashboard. No, the the it's a lot. It's like he's stolen like 200 of them.
0: Yeah. Police believe the thief has some kind of plumbing knowledge because in just a minute or two he's able to shut off the water, screw the valve off, and be on his way. The problem has gotten so bad that the regional manager of the local Arby's has ordered locks placed on all the urinals. That's it. Arby's
6: is the leader in plumbing.
0: <laughs> At first, I thought it was a prank, but when he hit another store, we knew something was going on Ooh, here. Something. Was Eric and then after on. Peterson. He hit
4: Fifteen more after
3: that.
0: <laughs> in order to slam the lid on the bathroom bandit, I love these toilet puns. I smell like beer. <laughs> Authorities are asking <laughs> the <laughs> public <laughs> for help. The suspect is a white man. Between the ages of 20 and 30, between 5'8 and 5'10 inches tall, and around 150 oh, to 160 pounds, with a light beard. And answers to the name Moen. And a 10
3: inch dookie. I bet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was not expecting to hear that one, Shannon
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bravo,
1: bravo. You know, I wonder if when he
5: was five years old, if he shot bubble guns at people,
0: he might have this is this is the future for those poor children. He, he
5: just
1: threw poop at people
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Well, that's actually not something that gets turns for.
4: out it's actually a chimp.
0: Ah! Ah. <laughs> with plumbing knowledge he was just One curious. tall chimp though
4: Weirder things have happened, maybe it's a gorilla
0: there Gorilla An orangutan A British professor who specializes in cities and urban life Has been convicted of damaging luxury cars With graffiti that was surprisingly polite <laughs> Stephen Graham was found guilty Friday Of using a screwdriver to scrawl inoffensive words Such as very silly Really wrong and arbitrary into the paintwork of vehicles, including a Mercedes, and Audi, and a Volvo.
4: So fucking cool. <laughs> oh, so fucking cool. We need to
0: get this guy on the show. Said, right. I was
2: yeah. like, I think it was that old like Monty Python skit where Graham Chapman was like, stop that. It's being very silly. Just stop that.
0: Prosecutors said the spree caused 18,000 pounds or $29,000 in damage. Wow. Graham, who teaches at Newcastle University, in Northeast England pleaded guilty to criminal damage at Newcastle Crown Court Graham's lawyer said the 47 year old academic had no recollection of his August vandalism spree actually I was so stoned I
3: couldn't yeah, remember
4: I want this guy to be my professor so bad imagine he's just so fucked up all the time and super like anti-establishment like just fuck you he's so cool and he comes with his own
2: bag of munchies
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he you know it's
2: better if it would be, a be like a offensive a- words. <laughs> The only thing that would be better if he was a Canadian vandalist and said, he'd just uh, write the word, he'd just like scratch words sorry in everybody's <laughs> sorry. Car. and leave sorry, a box sorry, of donuts. Sorry, I did this, guys. Sorry.
0: Uh, Graham previously blamed a bad reaction to alcohol, antibiotics, and prescription drugs for his behavior.
3: Whatever
6: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is. We got a
1: winner. Him and his spotted. Dick. At first, I was going to say a bad reaction to just alcohol. That's not right for a Brit. <laughs> no, but yeah, the prescription drugs. And Somebody
0: the antibiotics. Away. That'll
4: do it to any nationality. (laughs) (laughs) Especially the Brits, don't you know? (laughs) But it didn't take away his
0: politeness. Happy drunk.
4: Good. He sounds great. He does.
0: Very silly. Does he come with Cheetos? Very silly. No, he comes with bangers and mash. Oh.
5: <laughs> and the thing was, his cl- his class knew the whole time, because he'd be on all those drugs in class and he'd be
6: telling him
3: about it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah.
6: watch this. I got this on YouTube. Okay. He, was tra-
1: he was just trying to start the Project Mayhem from uh, Fight Club. He got a little ticket that said... Shh.
6: You can't talk about that
3: Oh (laughs) Good one
0: A developer was fired recently for outsourcing his work to China He was paying less than one-fifth of his salary on the outsourcing When they looked into his browsing history They found an average schedule that looked like this 9am, arrive at work and surf Reddit and watch cat videos until lunch Fuck yeah (laughs) 11.30, take lunch 1pm, eBay time 2pm, update Facebook 4.30, 4.30, end of day update to management. 5 p.m., go home. Tech, what is wrong with that? He is working. He
4: was paying someone <laughs> in know. China to do his work for him so he could watch cat videos. Well,
6: <laughs> who the fuck puts this... this on their schedule?
0: I got six-year-olds that know how to do this. You <laughs> to tell them. They don't got to write it down. No, no, well, they, they, they found that they, they estimated his schedule by going through his browser history for the past few months. And this is what they came because up and with? And this, this is what they came yeah, up with? Yeah, because
4: his work was actually getting done by someone in China, but he was just sitting there watching cat videos. Nice. He little, outsourced little, his job. Little, yeah, little
6: Asian Yo. kid in a sweatshop. Rots <laughs> a ruck. This is America. Here you
1: go. Here's He can two
4: pay cents somebody else day. to do
6: his work.
0: I think it's a great idea. <laughs> and he gets
6: promoted. Now he gets promoted.
5: I'm looking into
0: it.
6: In America, this is called, what? what it, it's outsourcing. It would be called... uh America. Laziness. Well, laziness, yes. But delegation of It's authority. delegation. Yeah. Right. Why would why would they fire him? All right. He should be promoted to management.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: at least <laughs> be put into.
5: IT. Let's get rid
0: of all our no, jobs. Well, he was IT. I mean, <laughs> oh, he's he's see? a developer. So That's he, one he's one way we can get stuff. back at China. <laughs>
6: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> see, Give him all. What's the problem here? I don't see the
0: problem. <laughs> well, apparently uh, they were working on like some national security stuff that they didn't want the Chinese oh, to have. Oh. So. You know, they all know that stuff anyway. So <laughs> right. of course yeah. they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This guy had the right idea. He just poor execution because he got caught. Yeah, well. You're only sorry he didn't when
1: you clear
6: his button. browser history.
0: Right? And any good porn addict will
6: tell you that. It's ruled
0: over. <laughs> Wait, never mind.
6: <laughs> you don't
0: have to if you know about safe mode, guys. Safe got, mode saves everything. Bucket
1: loads of porn. <laughs> incognito mode. has got <laughs>
0: spotted dick. <dead. laughs> Wait, but. that's
2: friction burns. Never mind.
6: Oh.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to take a break. Uh,
2: Two more quick things. Um, Yesterday um, was the one-year anniversary of the SOPA Internet Blackout Day.
0: Oh, yeah. Where pretty
2: much half the Internet just shut down for the day to protest SOPA.
1: Fuck you, Sopa!
2: Well, yeah, we won. So, and today was the one-year anniversary of the FBI shutting down Mega Upload.
1: Aww, oh, I miss Aww. Mega. Mega Upload Today,
2: was good. Kim.com, the guy that owned Mega Upload, up or started his new site, which is basically Mega Upload two point oh.
1: But his name is still. I stupid. also miss MediaFire too. He just I made like it better
2: that one a lot. Pretty much, Kim.com. yeah. It's
1: is it, Demonoid back up? No, no. no. Demonoid,
2: it's pretty much. Dead. I miss Demonoid. Yeah, I miss NZB Matrix. You know, you know what I
6: miss more Me than too. Demonoid? I missed your password in Demonoid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <yeah. laughs> it was the best password.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, I, hey. I was
2: the only one that had an account. I told Casey about it. Casey told everybody <laughs> what else.
6: <laughs> what and was we your all password? Got, we but i we telling all got you my password <laughs> for
0: it. <laughs> that means he's still using it. You I see, was
4: gonna say I thought it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't
0: but anymore. it's his password for other things. Uh, see? <laughs> uh, I, I use his account. So then I got my own account.
5: Identity. I got my own account, and then I lost my password, so I started using his account again.
0: <laughs> but we got that download over a terabyte, guys.
3: Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: All right. And the thing and goes, it was, I, but it was com- all right. But all right, it was I'm Completely gonna go illegal. Yeah. Everything we, we did we re- was legal. Like I got a pee, so we're gonna take a break. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Fine. So play some music. Pee um,
5: time. It's
2: off. Oh.
0: And we're back. Uh, over the break, I called Seth Moss to. Ma- I said that right Wait this time, right? Wait a you minute. Said it right.
1: I didn't think yes. we had Seth today. Seth.
6: Matt Damon!
2: <laughs> <laughs> just because I can.
0: So, yeah, uh, Seth is an author and stuff. Uh, he just released his first book in April, right?
7: Mm, yes. April awesome, last year.
0: Awesome. Uh, that is The Darkest Heart The Shadow and the Wolf. Which Mm -hmm. you can buy on Amazon Mm -hmm. because you should. It's really good. I did. I did.
4: I didn't. Oh! Sorry. Oh boy. I'm done. This interview's over.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, Seth. So I guess let's start at the beginning. What got you started writing? Like, why did you decide Um, you wanted to do this?
7: Really, it was when I was young. uh, Just reading so much made me want to write. I think I really wanted to start after I read through the Chronicles of Narnia in a two day sitting and just, I wanted to write something like that.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, and, like, why did you choose the fantasy genre? Any, like, just because of, like, the Narnia thing? Huh? Or have you, like, explored other genres? Oh, I, I've just always loved fantasy. Uh,
7: i tried other stuff before, but nothing ever feels quite as right as fantasy you get to make everything up essentially
1: it is basically yeah it's it's its its own genre like you can't if you're going to be a fantasy writer it's kind of hard to go into just yeah fiction kind of thing but well
7: yeah i mean there's other stuff i've tried and it's not turned out terrible but nothing feels as right as when i'm doing fantasy
0: okay okay uh and how long did it take you to write your first novel Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, next question.
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs> it took about two years, but I'm not going to lie. There were quite a few months where I didn't do anything on that book. Okay. So uh, it's not taking me near
0: as long for the second one. Okay, so that's right. You're you're done with the first draft on the second one, aren't you? I am, yeah. It's the entire oh, story's finished. Wow. It's just in rewriting. Awesome.
5: Cool. Well, I guess you must have been playing a less Lotro during that time then. <laughs>
0: <sighs> no.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, uh the the thing I'm I'm really curious about is your publishing process. Like you didn't you didn't go through like a big publisher or anything. You self-published, right? Yes.
7: Yeah, I went through uh Amazon's CreateSpace space publishing.
0: Okay, can you kind of like walk us through that process and like why you chose it? Yeah, well, I'm the why
7: was a couple of different reasons. Uh the main one was Uh, my grandparents were not in good health and they really wanted to be able to see me in print. So I wanted to make sure I got one out there before, you know, they ran out of time there. Um, Thankfully they didn't. So it was all for nothing, but (laughs) (laughs) that was my main concern at the time because they were both doing pretty rough. Uh, I, I tried to do send it out to a couple agents, but I mean, it, it took two months for one of the agents to get back with me. And then the other one was like six months. I got an email six months later. and I was like, who the heck is this? Why are they emailing me? And it <laughs> took a while for me to figure out, oh, that's right. That's the agent I sent that to a long time ago. So uh, the process just was going really slow. And it was at a time where I didn't really have a lot of family stuff going on. didn't have a lot of time to really focus. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself and uh once I've got this whole story done these 3 books then I'll go and try to send it out to agents and get it done the traditional
0: way. Okay. So you're going to take your trilogy and try pitching it that way as like a finished yeah. work. Okay.
7: Yeah, give a finished uh give a finished work for them to look at.
1: With Amazon did i uh, the, the one of the first things that i saw i bought the book and i haven't finished it or anything but uh first thing i saw i was looking at the 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 cover and stuff i'm also a book binder and i do perfect bound books and stuff i was just wondering do you get to design the cover and stuff with uh amazon and everything or like what was that because i looked at the spine and i saw how small the type was and everything i'm like was that just generated by them or what what?
7: yeah that was them Uh, okay okay you don't they give you kind of very basic uh, the sort of thing you'd expect out of something you're not paying for. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) They give a very basic uh, visual and you can kind of choose. There is an option to do it yourself, but I am no artist and I didn't have the money to pay an artist. So I just went with what they gave me.
1: Okay. Okay. No, yeah, that, I just noticed that how small the type was on there, and I was like, I can't really tell what the book is from right there. So I was wondering if that
0: yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: No, if that's I
1: just an Amazon type thing. Okay, okay.
0: okay so, yeah. like the process in publishing with Amazon, can you just kind of walk us through that? And we you do know, have some people. Oh. We do have some people uh, in chat, so we might throw some questions from there. Yeah,
2: um, okay. Cliff just said that you were lazy. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Going to find himself without heels tonight, so <laughs> he'll get over it. Uh, <laughs> No, the uh, publishing process is pretty simple. Um the the hardest part is getting your book in a word format that matches the format of the pages that yeah, they I print.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask what kind of formats do they accept for your?
7: <laughs> well, they have a couple different ones, but they give you a template um depending on what you want and if you start out using that template, I'm sure it's not hard at all, but I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was even using Word to write my book, so I had to what copy everything over, and then so many things were out of order. I mean, it took forever to fix it. What were but, you using? I, uh, I was using a program called OpenOffice Okay, it's uh, it's free. So
1: yeah. I was just wondering if you were using like InDesign or something, like or that. Notepad, or Notepad. <laughs>
7: <laughs> can we can we step back? No, can we step back nothing, for just it's a, a little second. better than Notepad?
6: Can we step back for just a second, Seth? Let me let me ask you a question. Why did you choose Amazon? Why did I know that there are a lot of other point and click publishers out there, Lulu like, and things yeah. like that? Did you just grab the first one that came along, or did you do some research on it?
7: Uh, mainly, I went to Amazon because well, obviously they have a huge market, online market, right. and uh, also because I already sell through them. Uh, oh. It's actually my business; how I make my money is selling with them. Okay. Um, so, and they have they had a deal where you got like twenty bucks off because the, the startup price, if you were already a Prime member, so. It had a few options to go there. Um,
6: Do they give you an ISBN number, and is it for free?
7: They do. Yes, it's for free. Okay. You can choose your own, I believe, if for a fee. But um, there was really no reason to.
0: Yeah, why would okay. you want to choose your own ISBN number? Because it's, it's very well, important.
7: If, if you on using your like, if dates. you had already had it published, yeah. but oh, you wanted okay. to sell it digitally yeah. through your own, you could use the kind of the same thing there. Okay, but you have to buy those in bundle, though. Out, I mean, out in uh, the real world. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but I, it's it's more money than I was going to spend for that. Yeah. So,
1: at my business, we always have people asking about the ISBNs and stuff. I don't know all the details, but yeah, we've done a few photo books with them. And oh,
7: I know it it sounds, sounds like search hell. Around, <laughs> search around them. Yeah, really. yeah. I was looking up the process, and I
0: said, "Yeah, I'll just take the free one." Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Too much
7: work. Yes. Yeah, no, thank you.
0: Okay. So let's see. We've gone over, like, so you, you publish this book through Amazon and then how, how do you like get people out there to buy it? Is it all word of mouth or most of it's word of mouth. Um,
7: starting once I get the second one down here, uh, my plan is to start uh, offering them also through my Amazon store. So that'll be another kind of little way to get people on there. Okay. Um, but also there's a couple book review places I've been looking at that uh, they charge, obviously, a fee to review the book through. So I've been waiting until I had a decent amount of funds before I do anything like that. But
0: okay.
7: Uh, starting with the second book here, I think I'm going to do some book review stuff that'll uh, get the name out there on there as well. Awesome. I'd have to
1: imagine with the hundreds upon hundreds of books that come out
7: every month, it has to be pretty hard to oh,
1: make, yeah. you,
7: I mean, make you known. Agents make their money, that's for sure. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. do their job, uh, yeah. and it's not easy stuff, <laughs> not fun. Yeah. Advertising's a shit show, for sure.
0: Well, especially, yeah. I, I imagine being on a, like a completely virtual... Yeah. Shelf space—you're yeah. missing out on some of like if you go to like Borders or something. Yeah, they have not the, Borders, but Barnes and Noble—they have the the platform right there where the yeah. new and upcomers the, the new,
1: that you can yeah. actually
6: feel and hold and everything. Well, a lot of those kind of yeah. flip through those new ones too. Uh, I don't know about Amazon. I know Lulu because I publish through Lulu. Um, they give the author or the creator a chance to choose this segment of pages because what the selling point for the book is the ability to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they'll give you a range where you can choose the pages and the creator or the author can choose their favorite section or,
7: you know,
0: nice. Okay. Yeah. Like, do you have like sample champ chapters up Seth? I don't, I Um, look at your digital stuff in a while.
7: I know the digital one you can view sample chapters for, um, but I think it's like the first chapter. I don't think there's anything for the paperback one
6: they allow you to publish not only to print but EPUBs too
7: yeah uh you can do that and they you can kind of do that however you want you can do it through amazon you can do it through uh i think what's the uh barnes and noble the nook little, not the not is it the nook yeah, yeah the, nook. the nook store uh, you know they give you the option there uh, i'm sure there are other places i i like didn't talk too much on that i iTunes, you can submit
0: one. books too okay really i did not know that yeah cuz they have their own yeah.
7: bookstore now I, I like to pretend iTunes doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Things it does to my computer. So, well, it's, it's how we I get our podcast out there. So we love that shit. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on Amazon right now. You can get a sample of the ebook. Okay. I did not bring my Kindle with me, so I'm not going to send a sample to it.
7: Well, <laughs> gosh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just the first chapter.
2: Probably. Okay.
0: Uh, and then another thing about the publishing. So they're printing and binding the book and everything. Like what does that cost you? Is there any money out of pocket or
7: That's there's no money out of pocket for me. Uh that's part of the reason that it's more expensive than I wish it was. The book itself is because there's no cost to me. Uh essentially they have to roll their price for making it and their cut into the book. Okay. So I can't, you know, I can't put the price at 6.99 cuz that's like their cost. And it's
1: printed digitally so you're paying by the sheet I know for my business yeah, yeah. so people are always like if I try and get a bundle of let's say 100 made how much is that going to cost me? Well it's going to cost you the same price because you're paying by the sheet oh. so it, that that's one thing yeah.
7: Yeah okay. actually the price I have right now I think is about the lowest it can go no, without yeah. uh, going I, I, to I thought like it was a reasonable price for,
1: for books. It's an average price. I like yeah, it. Yeah yeah I mean I, mo- I most, bought it.
0: I bought most it. books are within that <laughs> price range now. But yeah, I, most new ones at least. Yeah, yeah.
7: I wish I could lower it as it got older, but I, I unfortunately yeah. that's not an option. Well, I that's because you don't
0: have a pallet of books sitting somewhere that you're shipping out to people, <laughs> right? You yeah, could order yourself. Well, a away of
1: books away set. from the publishing. <laughs> How would you uh, create the characters? Like, wh- what was the the start of that?
7: Um, the characters. Interestingly enough, the main character Kale started off in a short story that i had written. Um, I had decided to write three short stories and kind of flesh them all at the same time as three different stories going on within the novel but i liked him a lot more than the other two so i just kept him and started to add people around him was
1: this like a long time ago or was this when you were planning to make this book
7: mm, that was around the time i started to write the book okay. um like, the world itself has been around since I was about 14 when I really started writing. Way cool. Uh, but the characters, they really all came in this book. Uh, there was there were places and people that were already part of the history, but the characters themselves really all came out of the book. So basically,
1: as you were writing it, you just added them to fit the type of scenario that was going to happen or something? Or? Es-
7: essentially, Uh I mean, like Omer, uh, he he was originally going to be the hero. But as I went on, I saw, you know, he just fit better as kind of like the role model, the leader of the group, but not necessarily the guy that everything's focused around. Uh, but on the same token, the Hunters were an idea I had for since I was 14. I and mean, they'd been there for years. So uh, certain characters came out of the history. Uh, and certain characters were kind of just born in the moment when I saw that I was going to need somebody, and there they were. Yeah, I like that you've
1: been you've had this story in your head for a long time, and yeah. finally it's it's come to something. Uh, oh I, yeah, uh, I have a question. Uh, so you said that Chronicles of
5: and like made you want to start writing, but uh, like what kind of uh, what authors have influenced your writing actually?
7: Well, Tolkien would be the biggest influencer. Uh, I'm anyone who especially like Casey or Matt can attest I've been a huge Tolkien fan and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, reading you
1: know, the you know. the first two chapters of it that that's how far I've gotten I'm sorry but uh, <laughs> I, I noticed that you're grabbing from aspects of that wow it's good thing you yeah, didn't I, review it today my, then. My, yeah I know right
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah my uh, Tolkien's my favorite writer and just his writing style so a lot of, when I write I mean obviously I don't write exactly the same but I try to emulate as much as I can the way he wrote um, but in terms of like the world and the influence in the world, there's a lot of different influences. Uh one of my favorite series is the Malazan Book of the Fallen, written by Steven Erickson.
5: I've heard a lot of and good things about that one. It,
7: yeah, it it's really good. And uh I uh there some of the ways he enters versus characters throughout his books gave me ideas for how to do certain things with my characters. Uh and, you know, I've things like uh the elder scrolls video games have influenced as well just ideas and things like that
1: when you're writing what i've noticed is how descriptive you are with your writing how like why why do you want to go so descriptive in it actually that that's my main question i've never really Uh, i've never got into fantasy fiction i watched movies and i watch game of thrones and stuff but Matt always says game of thrones you read the book he talks about a million words on one thing of food, basically.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned like, it. I think it was two podcasts ago. There are two cookbooks based on Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. Yeah. like I, I don't know. I've I've never got into fantasy fiction, but I've noticed how descriptive you are, and like, what makes you want to go so descriptive on certain areas of the
7: book? Um, the the main reason is because I'm building a world that doesn't actually exist, so uh, I kind of need sense. to give you a picture of. These places as I see them in my head. Um and there are some places where I actually purposely won't get very descriptive because I want you to make, it make up in your head in your own head. Yep. Yeah. But uh certain places I have an idea and I want you to see my idea as best as I possibly can, you know.
0: And you do a fantastic job of it. I mean Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying anything
1: bad. I just d yeah, no, no, I, I, I don't I, get into fantasy yeah. fiction. It's hard for me to. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, oh, I, I just need to throw compliments out there. No, yes, do it, Jason. Do it.
7: <laughs> I have a question. Seth, okay. I'm not I'm not a huge reader. In fact my husband wishes I read more than I do um, what would get me to read your book? To read my book, yeah. Oh. yeah. Why? Why? Pitch it to her. That's what
5: she's. Was, uh, yeah, pitch me your book. Why? Why book would hit. I pick... pitch
1: the listeners? <laughs> pitch
7: the listeners. Yeah. minutes. What, ready? One, two, three, yeah. go. Put some... um, because it's not quite as long as watching the Lord of the Rings movie, but there's
6: a lot more. <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with. I can sympathize with that. Oh,
7: <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with watching the Lord of the Rings movie. Don't get me wrong. I've watched them way too many times. <laughs>
0: That, that's all you got yeah. he's like it, I, it know, doesn't I'm take terrible. this amount of time so yeah. read it do you have any more
7: <laughs> you have any more bait you I'm can put know, on i'm hook? terrible about talking about my own book like that i've always been bad at it well why People do you ask me what's it about i'm like you should just read it
1: how about just why do you love it
7: why do i love it yep Probably because I wrote it for two years. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. It's a labor love. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, I know. All right, well, give us, here, give, give us the main overarching theme of the first book. Uh, the main
7: overarching theme is sort of a quest of chance uh, put upon the heroes. Uh, they come across a silver flask that they don't think anything is special of, and... Don't really pay any attention to, but within the flask is a message that warns of the coming of sort of the return of the ancient evil that once uh, put the great war on the land. And the whole story is sort of this family caught up in this quest that they really don't want any part of, but because they just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, they are dragged along the way until it comes to a point where it's no longer an option for them to leave
0: hmm. okay okay that's good um and i like in the first book i picked up a lot of like family tie like family ties seem really big to the main character and all that like is there a specific reason you did that or is that just like explain why it well initially
7: it wasn 't but as I was writing, I realized that one of the things that 's going to make these people keep going is their family, and so I realized I needed to flesh that out and i I think that uh, giving this family tie people a lot of people can relate to that you know when you see your brother in danger or your son in danger, or your wife in danger. You feel something there, and you you want to help them. And I feel like, uh, in the terms of the book, it uh, helps the reader connect more with what's going on.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, I mean, family is important to pretty much everybody. And so, reading that, you can definitely relate to the character. Especially, there's a, there's a few key scenes that I'm thinking of that I don't I don't want to say because they give some things away and whatnot. But yeah, I, I can imagine the ones. And yeah, don't, yeah, you can't spoil. I I, I don't want to spoil. Don't do her her her. it. <laughs> I, I won't, but I feel like everyone should. The bucket loads of spoils. <laughs> dick. All
6: right, Seth. I got one for you. Um, you are you have just finished your second book. Is that correct? yes okay and are you planning to go epic fantasy with this
7: it's going for the third at least. Okay. Uh,
6: do you have plans for more? Do you have a want to do like, I you know Jordan just, you know, in his, he just wrapped up his what 13th one here. Um, He did he, not actually write, well, wrap correctly. it up. He he died. Robert is yes. dead. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that the estate <laughs> took it over and from there, but um, yeah, do you have plans to go, I mean, long distance, long term with this? Would you like to see the not, characters like that?
7: Not that long. No, okay. uh, once their story's done here, this three four books, they're, they'll be done. Um, okay. There will be more stories within the world, for sure. Um, this actually... Uh, the Shadow and the Wolf was not the first story I've ever written in, uh, in that world. It's actually the second. Uh, and so I'll probably go back and revisit that once I'm done with these three. But... Uh, I don't have any plans on uh, making a 13-book series out of these
0: guys, no. Okay. Okay. Milk it till you're dead. Now, now, <laughs> if,
6: now am I correct? You, you're you saying the characters are good for three or four, but you'd like to see other things done with the land?
7: Yeah. Uh, so we're talking I, the, like
6: Narnia kind of thing.
7: Something like that, yeah. The, the land will still be there. Uh, I mean, obviously, the story, next story will probably take place in a different area. But in the next story, you'll see familiar places, uh, hear familiar names. Uh, but it won't be the same people.
0: <laughs> Carlos, way to drop your microphone. Nice, Carlos. It's on a stand. Like <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, I don't understand how you drop well, it. The, they kind of it doesn't stay
5: steady very well. So. It just flops around.
1: Going back to Tolkien, that just kinda of reminded me of like you want to tell more about the land. What I'd like to know is more about the history of the elves and like Lord of the Rings and stuff. Like Read the Silmarillion. I yeah. I don't I don't read those kind of books. I'm sorry. <laughs>
7: learn to read then, then them. you can't learn more. <laughs> I know, but I that <laughs> I am
1: something's
0: give gonna get here.
1: <laughs> I knew I would be backlashed on that one. <laughs> do not why did I even ask?
5: Right, I'm it, just, gonna just gonna be i I'm just gonna say do not read the Similaron because that is gonna be pretty
2: that's gonna be a long read. It's like it's like reading a history. And I haven't book. even read any of the Lord of the Rings, so yeah.
3: I that, liked it,
4: that book. Here's a question. I find it difficult to read fantasy fiction as well. What book should I read so as that I could be interested? Because Seth. I like the idea Seth. that
6: <laughs> buy his book. Spend money on it.
4: <laughs> well, I'm gonna buy it. But I mean, other than that, or like, is that all? You
7: know. Um, you if recommend. I were recommending a starter book, I would actually recommend The Hobbit. I was going to uh, very easy
0: thing. to read. Okay. It's an easy read, and it gets you all the Sorry, fantasy that elements. That was a little dip- disappointing. Yep. What the Hobbit? Yes. How is that?
1: No, not disappointing. I'm just saying, like, I was expecting something that I wouldn't have known of. Like, I should go out and buy. <laughs>
7: well, no, uh, unfortunately, good books. To- Tend to be well known. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs>
2: All right, well, what's one of your favorite fantasy books that's maybe lesser known to everybody else? Like not as lesser
7: big. known. Hmm. Um. Well, you guys know about Stephen Erickson. I don't think he's super well known, but.
0: Carlos knows about Steven uh, Erickson.
7: Nobody I, I I uh, does.
4: I, I, I don't know either. about Steven Erickson. I don't either. I haven't got uh, around well, to reading
7: I would him, definitely but... recommend Steven Erickson.
5: Uh, I haven't read his stuff, but I know that his stuff is trofer, troper. Uh,
7: it's just full of... Uh, <laughs> words are hard, Carlos. Yeah. It is right <laughs> now. Bucket loads of
1: bad words. <laughs> Stop.
5: But it's really good at taking all the fantasy tropes and just running with them, running okay. wild with them. So
7: He, he does. He, he gives you a nice spin on things. And I will say... You start at the beginning. If you don't start at the beginning, you 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 have no shot of getting into that story. But fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's a good it's a good lesser known read. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. The first book in the series is called Gardens of the Moon. Cliff just put it in the chat.
0: Okay. Indeed. Speaking of the chat, do we have any questions from the, coming in from the chat or no? Nope. Well, you guys in the chat are boring tonight. They're talking. They're talking about Todd being a teacher. Dr. (laughs) Dr. Todd. Come
1: on, you (laughs) fuckwads.
5: They're talking about Dr. Professor
0: Todd, Medicine Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's our chat for us, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, uh, all right. So, your second book, uh, when are you looking at publishing? Um, Goal is within the next six months. Uh, months. I don't have any definite dates, though. So for Christmas, guys, you know to get everybody on your Christmas list a copy of Seth's book. Every, both of them, everybody, exactly. everybody, everybody, everybody. Every Playboy bunny gets a every, book.
7: Uh, all their friends. Yep. Cool. Um, Merry Christmas, dear.
6: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Seth, hurry up, wow. buddy! Christmas is coming. Does anybody
0: else have any specific questions for Seth, like on his publishing process, on his writing process? I have a couple questions. So,
6: Seth, I'm a cartoonist, and I do. Uh, books myself Um, and I am looking at creating a land Tolkienese how do you go about generating and fleshing out your characters in a
7: nutshell (laughs) that's a good question um it's it's not really easy for me to answer actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a painful process. <laughs> it it's I mean this has been a 7 8 year process where I've been had this world and been slowly building into it. So um yeah, I, I don't have any quick answer for you. I mean, do you do you, um
6: a lot of writers I know keep the information about their characters um, in their heads. They just they just have an idea of it. Do you take notes? Do
7: you do audio? Do you just keep it inside? What do you do? About 90% of what I write uh, it does not exist until I write it, uh, including characters, places, things. Uh, the main plot point in the first book didn't even appear until halfway through the book, and then oh. I had to go back and rewrite stuff. Wow. But- yeah, so uh, most of my stuff is not written down. I do have some stuff written
0: down, but not a lot. Okay, so like when when you started the first or second novel, you didn't like create like an outline of like where you eventually wanted everything to go. And, you didn't like, the follow English
1: class where you had to well, start with the backdraft <laughs> and this and this and yes. this. Well, no, I, I, English class, fucking not,
0: not not even that. Just like I've. I've read a bunch of stuff about writing on the internet, and everyone's like, well, you should start with some sort of idea of where you want your story to go. Is is that kind of your process, or do you just go and go where the story takes you? Um,
7: well, the first book was definitely a go where the story takes me. Uh, I really had no idea what was going to happen when I started writing that, and I was kind of surprised that I managed to get even halfway through it without – really having an actual story um the second one i do now have in my head you know where they're going what they're going to do i don't necessarily have the details in between but i know like where it's all going to end up
0: okay so you basically have what you want to happen in the second book and then where you want the third book to end
7: Something like that, okay. yeah, I mean I have some major plot points along the way where I know okay they're they 're going to do this, and this is going to happen, um, but there's no steps one, two, three, and four yeah along it's the just way.
0: journey between step a and step B
7: yep,
5: I have a question for your next book, uh so like the first book right now I, I finished it uh, just the other day, and they uh, you follow, like the whole pl- the viewpoint of the whole story was the party as they went on. I'm just curious, like now, like, are you going to have like multiple viewpoints for the next novel, or that you? I suppose you're already halfway done with it, or you're all the way done with it with the first draft.
7: Yeah, uh, I have it. It's going to split up very similar to what Lord of the Rings uh, did when the Hobbits kind of split up from the main party. Um, it's still going to have that kind of third-person view uh, writing narrative, but. Uh, Kale and his friends are going to be going one way. Ezra and Enweth are going to go another. Okay. Uh,
6: one last question for you, Sarah. I, You know, there are three of us at the table here that are pretty avid fantasy readers. Um, and we have mentioned an author who passed away a long time ago, but has made it a great impression, and that's Tolkien. Um, and I see the comparisons, um, and I wonder, do you ever see that almost as a hindrance, the way that that, that classification works, um, like a glass ceiling of sorts where it's tough for a writer to break through that, to get his own
7: stride? um, in some ways, yeah, uh, especially if you're going into a market of people who are avid readers themselves, you know they're always comparing it to that great book they read. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way I also look at it is, there's also a new generation of readers coming up. You know, every couple of years, you know, so it's not like the uh, it's not like the fan base necessarily ever diminishes. So it's I think a really good to go way around. to look at
5: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of authors that have taken that Tokenesque esque. Uh, Kind of style and well, just r- ran with it. Like Token
0: defined a genre. It's yeah, kind of yeah. hard to get away from. Well, it. that's that's the yeah. thing. Once the road is cut,
6: can can a creator, an artist, an author, you know, still hop the curb? You know, no, yeah, it's just oh, it's definitely.
1: just like music and stuff. Like yeah. with pop music, like a new generation comes along all the time. They're gonna spend the money yeah, to get right. those people rich right. and, and every like author
0: that. has their own viewpoint yeah. of how yeah, the definitely. genre should well, be taken and, the, and so like they, it breaks the bonds that way true yeah.
6: but there there are still times where and I don't know how you write Seth but where you sit down in front of a piece of paper or WordPress or whatever and you go oh I could do this and then you know a lot of times you'll look at the character he knows the character and he he'll toss a problem at the character and then he'll work it out as the character a lot of times though you look at it and go oh I can't do that it's already been done Oh, I can't do that. It's already been done. I, you know, And I'm wondering, do you ever find that as a hindrance?
7: Uh, there are times. Um, one of the main things that I tried to stay away from was the whole elf dwarf man thing. Yeah. Um, I kind of took my own way on it where they're all men. They're just three different sort of races of men. Um, so, I mean, there are certain things that I try to steer away from because I know they're so... Ingrained into the culture of fantasy. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'm a pretty firm believer that as long as you write it well, you know, you can flat out take whatever you want from uh, other authors. I mean, you know, just except, don't plagiarize it and except you're good you go. can't
0: bring rings to Mordor anymore. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's flat yeah, out. That's
7: done. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. But you can drop things that aren't rings into volcanoes, though. That's all right. Say
6: other men. Like know. a dildo? I could, yeah. See
7: yeah. Yeah. I can take the brooch of power to, <laughs> to have I would fall in. I
6: bring the
0: testicular ring of power and toss it in. <laughs> all right, well, I think that might be all the questions we have for you, Seth. Uh, all right. I mean, you've been with us for a good, you know, 40 plus minutes, and I thank you for this interview. It was really good. It, yes. it went really well. I, I'm happy Seth, about can it. Can you
6: do me a favor? Can you pitch your stuff? Do you have a website that we can send our listeners to and email, uh,
7: anything like that? I don't have an actual website. I have a Facebook page, and I have obviously the Amazon pitch site. Pitch them itself. both.
0: Yeah, just give us your Facebook page and your website.
7: And you guys want it right now? I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Do it right do now. It's like, let me find
0: it. He doesn't even know. Uh, it. He doesn't you even know. It. Do, do, do one.
7: Like, Seth, you were a genius up until a second ago, man.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you were the next up and coming Tolkien until you went, uh, webpage? While you're looking, tell us the
1: name of the book again.
7: Uh, the name of the book is The Darkest Heart, The Shadow, and the Wolf. And that's the Be on the lookout uh, for number two coming out here this year Darkest Heart, The Void, and the Flame. That's, That's a good title. That's like it. a
0: very good title. I like it. Ooh. It's very <laughs> ominous.
7: All right. I'm going to go ahead. I'll throw this to you through Skype here. Oh, okay. Then I can read it. You That's guys a get a link
0: idea. there and you can get it out. I'll need another all second right. to find that. So okay, look for uh, S.A. Moss author page on Facebook. How do you spell Moss? Uh, M-A-U-S. Or else just look for The Darkest Heart. And America. if you say mouse, he gets really mad. Yeah,
6: don't don't even <laughs> come close to that dead mouse thing. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, how I searched for the book was just uh, The Darkest Heart, and I got it right up. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh,
2: but on Amazon, there are two books called The Darkest Heart. One of them is Seth's, one of them is like... A romance
0: yeah, a, novel. A, a romance Twilight, Twilight-esque yeah. smut Well, novel. just look for not Seth. Not that one. Yeah. yeah, not that You don't one. want that other one. Yeah, that look, other look one for S.A. Is... Uh, Moss. It'll be good. Indeed. No, and I've I've read the book. I'm working on my second read through, and it's fantastic. I actually read one of the earlier. Yeah, drafts I was going to say you got to read the draft. Didn't I, you? I got I got to read one of the drafts, and Ooh. so it was very. Seth, cool. does
1: he get to read this
6: next draft too, or is it just done?
0: Um, I didn't send well, any feedback on the first hey, one. But I,
3: don't, I don't think I'm getting this one. Seth,
6: you got to share the love with your podcast crew here,
7: man. Where we're all starting to go ooh, free book. Huh? <laughs> we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Well, I think
0: I think everyone who read the draft bought a hard copy and a digital copy.
6: So yep, <laughs>
0: something like that. Well, if, it, if it makes you feel any better, for those of us that
6: are just catching up to the digital age, um, Casey helps me get hooked up with digital books for free. No, I don't. And I support authors with money. I can get you any book you want except for Seth. That one I'm going to make you pay for.
0: Thanks,
7: Thanks, Casey.
0: I do what I can, Seth. Do what I can. That's nice, man. (laughs) Well,
7: there might be be an extra gold in your mail when you log in. Hey, there we go. There
0: we go. Keeping uh, the MMOs going. (laughs) All right. Well, again, thank you for this interview. It was very informative and we learned a lot. It
7: was my pleasure. Thank you guys for having me on.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely, uh, when when your second book comes out, we'll have you on again just to give another shout out to that. Yeah, nice to meet you.
7: All
0: right. Nice to meet you guys as well. All right. Uh, We'll see you later. Bye, Seth.
3: All right. Thank
7: you guys. Have a good one. Good night.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we should probably wrap up the show unless there's something you guys want to talk about I amongst yourself. I guess it's wrapping up. I hear the music. Well, yeah, we have some wrap-up music. All right, so... That's all optional and we know it. Next week... Uh, <laughs>
4: this is concrete. This yeah. is happening. Yes.
0: <laughs> next week, uh, our guest is John Potts, and Matt can tell us a little bit about him.
4: I don't know everything about
1: him, but he's talking about the re-hemp, and it's using hemp as a material aspect to help
6: us better in our world. Figures you'd know about that. <laughs>
0: Go oh weed. come
1: on! He's not talking strictly <laughs> yeah. about legalizing it. Yes. He's talking about legalizing it for the aspect of
6: making we, product. We all know that you are looking at how to weave this stuff, and then you're going to run. Down I have like, Somebody light me! Somebody light me! <laughs> I haven't smoked since October, oh, so yes, there you go. Yes,
1: but no. He's talking about using hemp as a material aspect <laughs>
0: to help us. Fine, screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Alright, Yeah. No. It, it'll be a fun uh, interview. I'm. I'm excited, mostly because this is the first in your er, guest that I don't personally know. So it's going to be all new information for everybody all around. Uh, the beer next week uh, is going to be Sierra Nevada's Celebration Ale. Whee! So everyone should be able to find it, uh, no matter where in the country you are. So that should be especially good. divine. Uh, we have a question of the week this week. Which is thank what, you to sketch. Yeah, what Disney prince would you date and why? Not princess. That, that is prince, Only prince. Not princess. Only princes.
4: I like this question.
0: <laughs> and it makes us all gay. It's very funny. <laughs> Except for Except the women.
3: Me. <laughs>
0: That's true. Thanks, Shannon. <laughs> Unless the genie turns those princes into princesses and then it's a whole Willow Terra
4: thing. and That's not the question at all.
0: <laughs> That's right. I dropped a Buffy reference on all of y'all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, you know, I got a pee. Come on, on now. <laughs> <laughs> we need get right. we we a soundbite of
6: crickets chirping. <laughs> I
0: have it. I <laughs> yeah, he has and it. It. He's just lazy. He just on never the uses bites. it. Right, anyway, so there we go. if you have any feedback on this episode or any of our others, or you have any guests you want, want us to have on, uh, send an email to feedback at blindninjastudios.com. Send us a message on Facebook. You can find us at Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios or on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see
3: you guys next week. Goodbye at the divine. See ya. Hasta luego. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.